Welcome to Audit Talk with Audit 360, where we will take a quick dive into the world of credit union audits, making the complex simple, and bringing you the latest trends and best practices in the field. This podcast is produced by Make Account Media, and our producer is Callie. Hi, I'm Callie, and the host of Audit Talk is the experienced auditor, Peter Rasmussen, with 25 years of experience navigating the credit union industry. Each week, we'll be breaking down the ins and outs of auditing, exploring real-life findings, and interviewing industry leaders who will share their valuable insights. From risk assessments to compliance, internal controls to fraud detection, we leave no ledger unturned. Our mission is to make auditing understandable, engaging, and applicable to everyone. Join us on this journey. Whether you're commuting, working out, or sipping your favorite beverage, Audit Talk is your go-to source for all things auditing. Stay tuned for a blend of expertise, humor, and aha moments. This is Audit Talk, where knowledge is your strongest asset. Let's get started. Thank you, Peter. It's great to be here again. Today, we have a very important topic to discuss, both professionally and personally, and that is education. Remember, keep on learning. Excellent, excellent. And again, we're going to start off with a joke. What do you call a trial balance, not in balance? I don't know. A late night. Oh, good okay, one. Really bad. All right, you're welcome. <laughs> you're right. We have a very important topic here, education, training. And today we have a special guest with us. She's a reading specialist and promoter of lifelong learning. With over 30 years of teaching, I would like to introduce Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Hi, Peter. Hi, Callie. Thanks for having me today. I'm excited to be here. Welcome. Yeah, we're excited for you to be here, too. Let's jump right into the obvious question. Why is education training important? Well, if you think about education itself, if you are not continuously always learning, then you're stagnant. And if you think about it just as an individual, you're always going to want to be continuously learning and improving just to meet up with the demands of society. That's a very good point. Sounds like a growth mindset to me. And it's one way to think about it. So if you think about education, it's not only about a growth mindset, like you want to improve yourself, but you also have to think about it from a company standpoint and how are you always going to be stretching and growing so that you're staying current and evolving with the times. That is true. It's also maybe a tangent would be to more that we know, the more efficiently that we can work. Absolutely. If you think about it that way, and one thing you want to remember is that Things are always changing. So if you want to stay current into today's society, you always have to be stretching yourself to be one improving those skills. Because oftentimes, if you don't use it, you lose it. And so the importance of continuously learning is one of those key factors that's not only going to help you as an individual, but in the, in the case of why you invest, invited me to list, be on your podcast is how is this going to directly impact credit unions? So if you think about education within a credit union, you really want to be thinking about how do you want to develop the knowledge and the skills so that you can retain your employees. Because one of the things that is often easier to do is continuously improving skills versus always starting over and having to have new employees and having to start over from the very beginning. So investing in who you have is probably the, the richest way to go about continuing to have improvement within your organization. So you mentioned investing in education. So uh, would you say investing one hour a year to learn about 
say the Bank Secrecy Act. Is that enough time for a huge topic that's been around for over 50 years and changed again here in January 1st of 2024? One hour in a year. So I think that's going to go back to what I already said a little bit earlier. If you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And if it is that important of a topic, then it's that important that you're investing the time in it. And if you think about it, it doesn't always have to be real formal training. So you don't have to actually take courses, which if it's that important, you actually might want to be taking a course on it, but you can actually do more informal training. And if you have experienced people on staff, having another employee observe and kind of sit side by side that person learn together. That's another way of going about it. But I think it's investing the time so that an important topic such as that is always being thought about. And it's not this one time a year. One time a year, it's going to just come and go and it's not going to stay. You're going to lose that skill set shortly after it because you're just not going to be current enough. So as you were talking there, a quote, and I don't remember who said it, but what if I train them and they leave? I guess I would ask you back, and if you don't train them, where will your company go? So you're saying, what if we don't and they stay? Well, and that's also true. If they stay, now you've got a situation that's going to be even more of a challenge because now you're going to be combating somebody that doesn't have the knowledge base that you really need to have the knowledge base. So if you don't invest in them learning, then you're going to be almost in a worse position. So we developed a business plan and a budget and as time goes on, things don't go as planned. So we have to reduce expenses. So the first area that I always see is education. There goes the education, there goes to the convention, user networks, whatever that get cut. So I think, well, how are we going to accomplish the business plan? And if you think about it, does it have to be those big topics? As I talked about a little bit earlier, could it be more informal? Are there blogs? Are there websites? Are there places that people could be going and seeing recorded um, things for free? Because that's the part you can be tapping into. Instead of having your plan go out the window, how can you find other avenues to make sure that you're still educating those that are in, in your organization? Good point. I think I'm going to add that to my website links to other places that they can go for education, information, so they don't have to rely just on one person, me, because one source of information is not always the best. Right. And so then if they go and look at all the links that you're sharing with them, then how are they coming together as a group to say, okay, how did that learning impact us? Where are we at? And how do we meet with what the information we just learned? Are there things we need to be changing and evolving and, and improving on? Or are we actually in a good place? I think that's a great point. The So what? You learn something, then come back as a team to like go over what you what you learned and how you're going to implement that going forward. Right, because nobody's just an individual. We're an organization. We're a group. We are have one goal in, in common where we all want to improve the, the place that we're at. And if you also think about individuals, individuals, it's kind of boring just to come to work and just do a rote task every day. So if you actually invest in them as individuals and help them become critical thinkers and problem solvers and learn to take the initiative, in the end, it's only going to make your company thrive. Well, tomorrow we celebrate uh, Martin Luther King Day and many credit unions, banks across the nation are closed because the, it's a federal holiday. 
Um, one idea that I've seen implemented across the great Midwest is, while the credit union may be closed to members, the employees report and they spend the day going over their required training, other training, networking with each other, and not being interrupted by phone calls, members coming in through the door. Is that a good idea? Absolutely. And you, and you got to take advantage, but I'm going to go back to what you just said. One time a year, Martin Luther King Day is only one time out of the year. So how does a company find additional times to do that? So if you think about the education field itself, that's something we try to build on, on a very regular basis. And we have those professional development days that are built into the calendar so that as teachers, we're always continuously coming back and learning and growing so that we can improve our skill set so that students are continuing to learn. We also have the opportunity People think that during the summer we don't do anything, but really a teacher is never done. Their job is 12 years a month. They only get paid for the nine months because during those other three months, they're actually out there continuously learning and improving their skill set so that when they come back, they can have new skills to help. Because as I said earlier, society is always evolving and changing. We don't want to get stuck in that task of not knowing what to do and becoming like we don't know. So more stagnant kind of an idea. So I love the idea of using one Martin Luther King Day, but how can you look at your calendar and build in other opportunities for that? Good point, because I do see in the beginning of the year, we have several um, federal holidays. So we close there and then we, October, November, we have some more federal holidays. So we may close there. That's only twice a year. So more like a, like a Monday morning huddle or even every day morning huddle would be beneficial, uh, just to get together, go over what happened the day before, what's going on for the rest of the week, how are we doing, challenges can be discussed more immediately. It's a great point. And if you think about it, if you did it so regularly, it'd be much faster. If you delay it and you don't do it and you only do it one time a year, it's going to take you a lot longer. But if you're always staying current and you're always having that up as a point of conversation, then things will be more efficient and you'll move things along faster and people will be able to make stronger connections because it goes back to if you use it, it will stay with you. And if you think about any kind of, I'm going to go back to the medical field because the medical field is probably the field all of us can relate to the most, is if they were, if you were going to go for a surgery and they were stu still using the tools and the practices from the 80s, I'm not sure you'd want to go back to that doctor. Yikes. You know, think about it. Technology had technology has changed so much. Practices have changed so much. The medical field is continuously always learning, and I think that's gonna not just about the medical field. I think it's all fields. They're always evolving and changing, especially with the way technology is today. Is we've got to make sure that we're staying current with what's happening. Yes, yes. In a world that doesn't change, you used to be able to just learn and think, and now that is changing on a daily, weekly basis. We really got to learn how to unlearn and rethink. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to education, ongoing education, training, staying up to date, networking. What are other people doing? As you said before, one person can't do it, do it all, can't remember it all. Um, <clears throat> and as credit union presidents, as you know, they are constantly being has to do more with less. So we truly just have to use education to improve our efficiencies too. Absolutely. And if you think about an or organization's success depends on its people. So by investing in the people and training them, you're really inv investing in your company. 
That is true. True. Well, thank you. That was awesome. I appreciated being here and enjoyed talking a little bit about education. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. That's it for another episode of Audit Talk. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to Audit Talk with Audit 360, your gateway to the world of auditing where insightful discussions lead the way. We hope today's episode has provided you with valuable insights that can be implemented into your day-to-day -day operations. Don't forget to subscribe to wherever you get your podcast to stay up to date with our upcoming episodes. We value your feedback and suggestions, so feel free to reach out to Peter via email. Your thoughts and ideas shape the content we create. Until next time, remember, if it's not documented, it didn't happen. This is Peter signing off from Audit Talk. Thank you for listening. Oh, 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 oh,